On the line is Professor Marshall Kester, who's an associate professor at the University of the Western Cape. Professor Kester, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Michelle, and good morning, listeners. Okay, so arsenic, what is that on the periodic table of elements? What's the number and uh, what's it called? So arsenic is uh, number 33, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and and it's it's actually one of the most uh, toxic metals um, out there. So, so it's, yeah. it's, I mean, I'm sorry to be teasing you like that, but it really is quite brilliant. When we looked back at this periodic table, it was like, A, taking me back to something that I, I could barely remember, but B... It's hard to remember any of it, but it's actually quite beautiful when you look at that periodic table mm. of all the elements. What mm. are you looking at with regards to some of the uh, metals, the heavy metals, etc., that are categorized on the periodic table mm. in relation to the plant work that you're doing? So um, my, uh, my work at the, the University of the Western Cape, we, we look at um, metals that are mined in, in South Africa, most yeah. of the metals that are mined in South Africa, such as uh, vanadium, zirconium, and um, uh, and uh, chromium. Yeah. And so we we are looking for 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 plants that can um, that can both uh, um, take up the metals, but also keep the metals away from from the parts that we use as humans as for 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 for, for edibility to eat and to to use in some of the products. And so some of the plants that we started on was uh, canola. And canola is now booming because we are relying a lot now on canola oil. Yes. And so um, and so that work translated nicely into um, where we are today. So Okay, so Professor Kester, we need to go to a break. But when we mm. come back from the break, what I'd like to ask you is to explain mm. what's actually happening. Because my understanding is that you are looking mm. at plants like canola and how they are actually able mm. to reuse, rethink, re um, mm. rechange, or if you, uh, if I'm using the wrong words, or mm. short circuit, as you've said, the mm. toxic effects of those metals. So when we come back, we'll uh, talk about that. Okay. Getting your weekend started right. The Jet Set Breakfast. So we're talking about the role that plants can play in really tolerating and short-circuiting the toxic effects of metals. How do they do it? So how does a plant like canola, which is planted in soil, which may have an excess of gold, iron, lead, arsenic, and much like that in the soil, and how does the plant short-circuit that? On the line is Professor Marshall Kester. He's an associate professor of the University of the Western Cape. Prof, how do they do that? So um, they, they have a lot of uh, mechanisms to deal with um, these stresses, and um, so where uh, where the humans will or, or animals will um, respond differently to to the metals, and it will lead maybe to uh, to, to toxic and can also lead even to to cellular death. Yeah. The, the, the plants can store the metals in um, in some certain areas in the membranes. They can store it in vacuoles. And so, so they have these me mechanisms that, that they use that they can, can, can deal with, with, with the metals. For example, um, 
So you can take up the metals, store it, store it in vacuoles, and keep that away from the other cellular um, parts, yeah. which they know which is uh, toxic, uh, where, where the metal will be toxic too. And, um, and the, 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 this has been a fascinating uh, journey for us. And um, uh, we are still trying to figure out uh, how they actually um, do the, 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 the separation. How, how do they know where to, 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 yes. to, to, to store and how, which metal to take up? And so, so it's, it's, it's fascinating. You know, what's, what's fascinating about it, and there's a bunch of different questions that come out mm. with that. The one would be, um, A, how they keep it in certain parts of the plant. Mm. So, for example, if you look at canola, we use mm. canola for the oil, etc., which we can do, and we don't have to worry about the metals that they're taking up. So how do they know where to store it? Mm. And I suppose the second thing is, geez, you could start putting these pl- plants all over the mine dumps. Yes. And so, so in, 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 in the research which we published um, in 2018, we, we, we showed that... Um, in, in the, the group of canola, there is certain um, um, geno, genotypes or cultivars that respond differently. So one of the cultivars um, took up the metals into the roots, but also then tra- actively transports the metals into the, into the leaves. And we saw that that was detrimental to that cultivar yeah. because that cultivar never performed well. But the other cultivar um, take up the metals in the roots, but keep it in the roots and does not transport that metal into the, into the leaves. So how do they do that? I mean, it, it, it assumes then that a plant has a, is a sentient being. Uh, that, that, <laughs> that, 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 that will be a, a very deep discussion, yes. Um, <laughs> so, so, um, so I think we should remember that the, the plants 400 million years ago, and even before that, um, they have been around on, on, on our planet. Yeah. And um, so, so be, and because they are, they are special, so they are immobile, um, they have figured out all of these, these mechanisms because they have to deal with what they, what they are facing, where we can run away from, from our, from our, from our, our, our enemies. And yeah. so, um, so, um, but, but with the, with the, with the keeping it in the roots, um, that, that, that's one of the things that we are looking into and trying to figure out how and, 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 and how do they know when to shut off that transportation? Yeah, geez, it's fascinating. Uh, Prof, do you think that this is something that we could see taking place in areas where there's been excessive mining? And I imagine there's um, uh, many, many metal materials, uh, metals that are still in the soil post-mining. Uh, yes, so, so uh, we have, there's a lot of uh, reports that are coming out uh, studies from the University of Witt, yeah. um, UJ, and so that they are working around those mining areas in Gauteng, and, 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 and those researchers are showing that we, we, we still have um, those uh, elements in, in the soil. And um, uh, on your question, uh, there's, a, there's a research that was published um, recently where they showed in Transylvania, in Romania, that over a 40-year period, they used plants, and, and they, they did um, a wonderful job of reclaiming the, the, the soil. In the the rejuvenating the soil. So, which so where are you going to go from here with this research? Where we were going to go with this? Um, yes. ho- ho- so, so hopefully we can we can um, uh, rejuvenate um, the, the the soils because we we know um, South Africa we are one of the top mining countries and so we we still have a lot of uh, um, 
uh, of these uh, historical uh, mining sites. Uh, for example, in, in, in Beaufort West, there's uh, some of the uranium um, that's still around there. And uh, I'm working together with a colleague that is from Beaufort West, and we would like to go and take this our technology there and to prove that this actually works in, in, in the environment. I think it's going to be fascinating to see what you come up with. Wow, it's, I mean, it's, it's almost like biomimicry as well. It's really great. Yeah. Uh, Prof, number 79 on the periodic table, what is it? Number 79. Wow, yeah. that's a, it's, a, it's, it's a difficult one, but I know it's something to do with gold, right? It's gold. It's eight. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely got something to do with gold. Prof Marshall Kaser, yeah. thank you so much for joining us. And uh, what a really interesting area of work that you are in. We'll certainly follow it with interest as well. Much. He's Associate Professor at the University of the Western Cape.